0: my God when I in awesome wonder consider all the works thy hand has made I see the stars I hear the rolling thunder thy power throughout the universe displayed then sings my soul Think that God, His Son, not sparing, sent Him to die. I scarce can take it in. That on the cross, my burden gladly bearing, He bled and died to take away my sin.
1: of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen.
1: The Lord be with you. A very warm wel- welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Canvas Line. This, of course, is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of David Harrison. Welcome to Marion and Peter and Elsie and David and Colin. Uh, welcome also to Mac and Alec and Alison and Jean. To the grandchildren, great grandchildren, and all the family who are here today. Welcome to all David's friends who are here, and also welcome to all family friends who are here with us as well. On behalf of the family, I thank all of you for your presence here in the church today and for your presence here at this Mass. David himself was a much loved man uh, for his family and also to his friends and to the many people that knew him over the course of his long life. He was a good man, he was a kind man, and he was a man that was much respected too. He lived a long life and a good life as well, and he lived to see many things, especially new generations of the family born and growing up too. All the family and all his friends will miss him very much indeed. So we come to this church uh, today to thank God for his long life and the many good things that he did in his life and to pray for him today. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice full of happiness. Grant our supplication that your servant, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Please be seated for the reading.
2: A reading from the Book of Wisdom No souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God No torment shall ever touch them In the eyes of the unwise they did appear to die Their going looked like a disaster They're leaving us like annihilation But they are in peace If they experience punishment as men see it Their hope was rich with immortality Slight was their affliction Great will their blessing be God has put them to the test And proved them worthy to be with him He has tested them like gold in a furnace He accepted them as a holocaust When the time comes for his visitation they will shine out As sparks run through the stubble So will they They shall judge nations rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord.
0: Shall follow me all the days of my life. I will walk in God's kingdom forever. His goodness shall follow me all the days of my life. I will walk. shepherd. There is nothing I want. Fresh and green are the pastures where he gives me rest. Near still waters he leads me. He refreshes my soul. He shows me the right path. He is true to his name. His goodness shall follow me all the days of
2: reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made of human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then, when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do in faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law of court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord.
1: With you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. To
0: you,
1: and Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me. It's an incredible thing to think today that David lived to be almost 100 years. That's a very long life by any standard or by any measure. And up until the last stages of his life, he was very independent, uh, and even to the end lived in his own home in meek place. Looking back on his life, he was born in the early years of the 20th century, and lived 21 years into the 21st century. He lived in one millennium and crossed into another new millennium. And of course, he lived to see many things uh, in the course of his life. Born not long after the First World War, lived through the hungry times of the 20s and 30s, fought in World War II, married and raised a family, and was involved in many things, that interested him, and also that benefited others. During those years of his life, he must have witnessed some amazing changes when you think of it. You can't help thinking, though, today, what an amazing thing it is to have lived such a long life as David has. I'm sure that he was conscious of the blessings that had come to him with all of this, to see the family up to see new generations born and growing up themselves. He could never have imagined, I suppose, that he would be one of those fortunate people in life that would be blessed with such a long life. It is the case, isn't it, that some in life, as you know yourself, till the land, sow the seeds, but don't live long enough to see the harvest or the fruit of their works. But not so for for David the long life that God blessed him with, Uh, he was able to see many things to live to do much with his life that God had given him. It's been a good life, a productive life, a fruitful life, and a life in which he has achieved much. For all of us, as you know, there is that moment when our life itself ends, no matter whether we've lived a hundred years as almost a hundred years as David has, or have much less time. St. Paul himself gives us an image of what that moment itself will be like in the reading of Mass Day. Himself, a tent maker by trade, he says it's like rolling up of the tent, folding it up and putting it away. It's like moving from this earthly dwelling to a heavenly dwelling. So if you like, then, what he is describing death like is like moving house, moving from something here and now, which is good, to something which is even better later. We move, then, to follow that image continued in the gospel to God's heavenly home, a place which is big enough for all of us. This house, as it says in the reading, which has many rooms, is an image that matches God's expansive love. It's a place not for the few, but for the many and for all. A place which is the true destination for all of us. A place in which all roads lead. A place where God wants us to be. He who has loved us and who he will live as, love us always. Today then, in the church, we can conceive of no other place that God would wish us to be. Death is not an eternal darkness, a door closed, shut and locked. In the end, it's the road itself and the destination that we're travelling. where all is made clear. He wishes us to be all there. It's his desire that all should be saved and none be lost. It's a place in which the door swings open and we're all welcome in. Our hearts are at peace today. Uh, David is with those that he loved. They are reunited again. He has reached... Journey's end, and he is at peace. Just a few words uh, today by way of reflection on David's life. He was born in Queen Mary Street in Delmarnock on the 27th of September 1922. His parents, Sarah Quigley and David Harrison. He was the youngest in the family. He had a brother, John, and sisters, Margaret and Mary. The family called him Sonny. When he went to school, his teacher called him by his proper name David, to which he never answered because he thought his name was Sonny and not David. He attended the local schools there, uh, made his sacraments in the local church of the Sacred Heart. His aunts worked in the tailing factory uh, locally and got him a job as a tailor's cutter and he even made his first coat himself as a young man in that place. He used to joke, I think, with the family that he was the tinker tote tailor, and soldier and sailor. The last part of that came when he joined up and went to the Navy at the age of 17 at the outbreak of World War Two. He was enlisted in the Navy in boats that were minesweepers. His own children say he never spoke much about his experiences to them. But later in life, uh, speaking to the grandchildren, he recounted, many things of what it was like, the horrors and the terrors of the time. He married his wife, uh, here, Hannah, on the 15th of August, 1944, here in this church. They had a happy and very contented marriage, raising uh, the children, uh, uh, Marion and Peter and Elsie and David and Colin. They were, I believe, excellent parents and it was a great source of pride to them to see their children all doing well in life and being the good people that they so wanted them to be. The family has grown, of course, grandchildren and great-grandchildren born uh, subsequently. It was a great sadness uh, for David when his wife uh, Hannah died and he missed her very much in the years since her death did a number of jobs in his working life but for many years he worked here in the town of course in the Hoover plant as many have done. He was a friendly face uh, to those he worked beside and was much liked. He was quiet in nature but he was brought out of himself by working amongst others in the factory. He had as you will know yourself a number of interests, loved the gardening loved growing things, loved the beauty of nature and liked working uh, away all of these things, loved working by himself amongst his plants. He was, of course, also an accomplished dog breeder, wire-haired and smooth-haired terriers and was himself a well-respected judge at dog shows. He had an interest and had a passion for the dogs which he retained all his life. A number of his own dogs themselves competed at the highest levels and and these dogs won awards too. I think in that field he achieved much and was deeply respected judging competitions himself. Of course, one one of his other great interests was in the boxing. And the family, of course, went on themselves to be noted boxers and have achieved a great deal nationally and internationally his sons, and of course Scott, who was and continues to be a world-class boxer. I think that love of the sport, he bred in the family, and it must have been a great source of pride to see them do so well in this sport. David helped his son Peter at the gym, and also helped many young boxers there to achieve much, and maybe in many, many senses to change their life and gave them great focus and purpose in their life too. I think maybe many uh, who are here from the boxing world and also who use the gym would wish me today to express their thanks to him for his encouragement, for wise words, and for the support given to them over the years. I think then, as you will probably see, that the years given to him by God were not wasted, not frittered away. There was always a project. There was always things to be done. And even in later times, uh, there was always things to be done. He had that sense of living with purpose, with goals, and things that could be achieved. By nature, as you probably know, he was uh, a quiet man and quiet in his ways, When maybe people had a lot to say, he didn't have much to say, but always what he had to say was always worth listening to. Today we've come to church to offer prayers and a mass for him. He was keen that the mass be offered for him here in this church that he was married in those many years ago. It's been a long life, a long and fruitful life, and a contented life and a life in which he has done much and achieved much. A life in which he has helped many people and always in his life sought to give good advice and good example. He was a man who was solid, steady in life, someone that people could depend on and set their clock by. Peter's son uh, says about his uh, dad, he was a great guy, a great dad, and he will be missed greatly. And he also says he'll be missed by the people at Glasgow Phoenix, young people, he says, enjoyed his company and the advice that he gave them. He has already greatly missed in the boxing club. Nice words and nice sentiments to conclude. Later on, uh, Peter Uh, We'll read uh, some words written by Jason on behalf of the family. All of us depend on the love and the mercy of God. And we believe that he is with us throughout our lives in good times and bad. When things are calm and when things, the storms rage. He guides us through life and he will guide us to our true destination. We are confident of this for David. May he rest in peace. And may God reward him for his goodness and kindness of his life. We stand and pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord
0: accept the sacrifice your hands for praise for
1: May the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant, finding through your mercy the pardon that he sought for his sins, may exult forever with all your saints and praise your glory for all eternity through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the salvation of the world. He is the life of the human race. He is the resurrection from the dead. Through him the hosts of angels adore you, and rejoice in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord, Lord, God of hosts, heaven and, and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna Amen. in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna Amen. in the house. Please sit down. You are indeed holy, O oh Lord, the fountain of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray. together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember David, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Please stand. Together we pray in the words that Jesus has taught us: "Our Father, who art in heaven." Jesus
0: Christ.
1: Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. to say to you if you're coming to communion uh, today, uh, just to receive Holy Communion on your hand, Uh, the restrictions don't permit us to give you communion on your tongue, Uh, so if you're going to receive communion and you just uh, take a a step to the side uh, just to pull down your mask and to receive communion, Mm -hmm. then to replace it and then back to your seat once you've received it, just a step to the side gives you time to uh, adjust your, your mask and so on to receive communion and just to put it back on again and then just back to your seats if, if you don 't want to receive communion perhaps today for whatever reason, uh, please feel free to come forward for a blessing uh, and when you come forward for a blessing, uh, then you just put your hand on your breast so that I 'll know that uh, to give you a blessing but if you don 't want to receive communion or a blessing, but please just remain in your seats today
0: The communion hymn is number one four one as I kneel before you, please join in. <laughs> clouds, warming the earth below. And at the midday, life seems to sing.
1: As we receive these heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray that the soul of your servant, freed through your son's passion from the bonds of sin, may come happily into your presence, through Christ our Lord.
2: Okay, folks, my cousin Jason wrote this beautiful tribute to my papa. Uh, I'm just going to read it through in behalf of the, the family, okay? My papa was a proud man, a gentle man, a good man. He loved and lived for my gran and the family. And as much as he liked his own company in the garden, he was always at his happiest when he was surrounded by his family. He was just as proud of what we all achieved, and happy we were all well, safe, and doing good. He was always interested in us, he had an ear for us to listen to, and always had had this no-nonsense approach to life. I can hear the advice now just ringing in my ears. Be strong, stand straight, tackle whatever life throws at you, and approach it in a manner that's right and honest. But his guidance was always with a feeling that he cared. That there was always love behind the message. And whatever we chose to do, he just wanted to see us all do well. So family was important to Papa. He was a man of principle, of doing things just so. I can hear myself saying it to my kids every other day, the advice that I got. If you're going to do something, do it right. Work hard, you can achieve your potential. You taught us to invest energy in anything that you do, no matter how big the challenge or small the task. To do it right, it needs to be done, just bang on. I'm sure many of us remember that phrase, whether it was our boxing weight that was just bang on, or a wee project in the garden that was bang on. Or on our wedding day, how we looked, just bang on. We always had a project on the go as well. To keep yourself busy, to keep your mind active, to have a goal, to challenge yourself. And then when it's finished, there was nothing more rewarding than just sitting back, enjoying the work that you'd done before you move on to the next challenge. It's a real life lesson for us all. But there were many life lessons From the small to the more profound. Whether it was simply how to use a saw without chopping your thumb off, uh, or it was hammering a nail and no choking it, uh, make sure you're using the hammer right, or the advice to have a tree in your garden because that would protect your roof. And then he would say, and again there, Tay, having stone chips at the side of your garden was good, you could tear intruders. Just simple advice. <laughs> but there were many life lessons that Papa taught us, but there was a couple that stick with me. Keep busy. Stay active. Don't be nasty. Or bear grudges. It just drags you down. So Papa was a thinker and a teacher. My Papa had many passions, from his family, to his boxing, to his champion dogs. We were all brought up listening to the stories of the family, my dad, my Aunt Elsie, my Aunt Marian, Uncle Colin, Uncle David, all showing his pedigree champion dogs at the dog shows when they were all youngsters. A hobby that summed up my papa well. I had character, the preparation needed, the drive that you needed, the work ethic, the attention to detail, and the eye for a good gene, as he would say. And the many winners that that followed, he was a a pure natural in that field. Later, Papa became a well-respected judge, travelling up and down the country at the dog shows, and then became a dog groomer in his own right. And it wasn't unusual, or other breeders would come to see him before an event for the finishing touches, or his great advice to get them over the line. So Papa had many passions. Papa was a selfless, compassionate, and self-made man. He was a real grafter. they have done it all for the good of the family, because that's what you do. It's been so lovely to see and hear from the many visitors that my Papa's life has touched, from the boxing family that are here, to the many friends who made every effort to see him on his birthday when he came out of hospital, over the past seven weeks which have been really tough on my papa and the family but i think the no-nonsense genuine and honest personality resonated with people that met him and the family would just like to thank everyone uh, for their kind words and their support and reaching out uh, and showing their love over the past while Uh, so i'd like to thank everyone for that so mr harrison mr h sonny Papa David, Dad, Davy, we'd all like to say thank you for being simply bang on. You'll be very much missed, but always in our thoughts. My Papa was a proud man, a gentle man, a good man, and forever our champion.
1: Peter. That was a knockout blow. <laughs> Please stand. May the sacrifice of your church, we pray, O Lord, benefit the soul of your servant, so that he who receives the sacrament of Christ's mercy may enter into his company, together with all your saints, through Christ our Lord.
0: To his aid, come to meet him, angels of the Lord. Receive his soul, and present him to God the Most High. May Christ, who called you, take you to himself. May angels lead you to Abraham's side. Receive his soul and present him to God. The recessional hymn is number 706. As you calmed the wind and walked upon the sea Conquer, my living Lord, the storm that threatened me Walk with me, O my Lord Through the darkest night and brightest day I shall not fear the steepest mountainside, walk with me, O my Lord, through the darkest night and brightest day, Be